welcome to another episode of the Miles Podcast. This is episode, what are we up to, 19 now? Jesus, doesn't time just fly when you're having fun? Sure does. Anyways, I missed last week's uh, podcast for for a pretty good reason. Uh, I was on vacation, and when I normally do my podcast, I do it at the end of the week. Not leaving myself a whole lot of time, but uh, that's when I like to do it. Anywho, the end of last week, I decided, you know, I want to go on a road trip. So I did. I was thinking, where, where could I go? Where could I possibly go in the United States? And I remembered about 10 years ago, uh, my grandparents and I, we went to Disneyland down in Florida, or Disney World, whatever the fuck it's called down in Florida. And we went there, and we were going down, and this was... Uh, February vacation, and I think I was in ninth grade. That was about two weeks ago, but ten years ago, if that makes sense. And I remember, you know, we're driving around, and I kept seeing signs for for this restaurant called Waffle House. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Is it made out of waffles? Is it shaped like a waffle? Anyways, so we kept seeing it, and it was like the frequency of Dunkin' Donuts in New England but just down there. So, like, Dunkin' Donuts are every mile, pretty much, in Maine. Maybe sometimes a mile and a half from each other. They're very close. So, we saw these Waffle Houses, and we finally stopped, and it's this little tiny diner. It's like a greasy spoon, uh, kind of like Denny's, or, or uh, I wouldn't say IHOP. IHOP's too nice. But this... This Waffle House is also open 24 hours. So we went, like, I don't know, three, four times throughout the whole trip because they're everywhere down down south. And, you know, I, I got waffles and all that shit. So on vacation, I was like, huh, I wonder how far away uh, one of them their Waffle Houses is. And I was thinking that they didn't start showing up uh, until, like, North Carolina or, like, Virginia Maybe Maryland at, at the at the most northern point, but apparently there's some closer to me. That being in Pennsylvania. So I got in my car and I drove 375 miles on down to Pennsylvania. I was in Scranton. I believe that's where The Office, the TV show, took place. And I had Waffle House. Spent the night, got the Waffle House in the morning... Uh, hit up a couple video game stores, hit up a couple Goodwills. Goodwills out there suck. They ain't got nothing. Anywho, so the, I got to the Waffle House, and I was like, oh shit, I haven't been to Waffle House in like 10 years, this is great. So I got some waffles, I got some $2 Lipton tea, and before, before I left, I was, I was like, because they didn't have any souvenirs you could buy, because like, some restaurants chain restaurants and stuff. You can, like, buy a t-shirt or a coffee cup or a visor. So I was like, yo, do you, do you sell your mugs? Because the mugs just say, like, Waffle House. And they're like, yeah, of course we do. They're like, $5 each. So I was like, fuck. So I bought two of them. So now I got two Waffle House branded mugs. And they're so thick. They're about the thickness that, like, you could bludgeon someone to death with. With it. Without it breaking. Because it's, like, it's solid. It's, like, an inch thick glass I don't know porcelain I don't I don't really know what mugs are made out of some kind of glass maybe fragile clay 
so it was uh, it was delicious. It was well worth the drive, I guess. Uh, so I did that, and then later in the day, I drove down to New Jersey to hang out with my family that's down there. Uh, spent maybe like two, two and a half days there. And then drove all the way back up to Maine. And yeah. And then it hit me when I, when I got out to Pennsylvania. I counted the number of states that I have driven in. Like me as the driver. Because I've been the passenger in, I don't know, like 15 states. Like two different countries or three different countries. Then it hit me when I got to Pennsylvania. The only states that I have physically driven, like been the driver, have been Maine and New Hampshire. And I was like, huh, that's weird. I guess I never thought about that. But but now it's like Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, uh, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey. So I'm up to seven. Seven states. So that's cool, I guess. So up here in Maine... During the summer, we have we have a term for people who come from Massachusetts. We call them mass holes because they drive terrible. They drive really fast. They're reckless. They're in and out of traffic and whatnot. They suck. So I thought when I was driving through Massachusetts and like Pennsylvania and Connecticut and New York, like all those drivers suck. At least when they come up to Maine, they suck. But what I found in my my extensive research. When I was there, everyone was driving really slow, and I was the one driving fast and reckless. I wouldn't say reckless, but, you know, I'm, I'm at least doing the fucking speed limit. So so maybe, like, the people who are coming up here to vacation just suck at driving. And then the people who stay in the state are actually good at driving. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to do some further research uh, to to find out what it was. So I did that. Uh, I hit up this another magical restaurant. I wouldn't say it's as magical as Waffle House, but it's up there for me. It's this restaurant, little little restaurant, you may have heard of it, called White Castle. Now, I fucking love White Castle. White Castle has got these little tiny hamburgers. They're called, like, tiny hamburgers? I don't fucking know. And they're square, and they got holes in them. And they've got onions, and sometimes you can get cheese and, like, a pickle on it. And it's great. And you get, like, six of them, and you're full. The thing about White Castle is that I feel that it is the burger equivalent of Taco Bell. Now, I like Taco Bell. But Taco Bell, I guess, people do these, like, full body cleanse things where they drink all this weird juice, and and it cleans them out. All you need to do is just go to Taco Bell. And there you go. You save yourself some money, you get some delicious tacos, and then boom, you've got a nice clean butthole. White Castle is the burger equivalent of that. And and like up in Maine, we don't have White Castle. The nearest one, again, is like in New York, like upstate New York or, or something. We sell frozen White Castle burgers at like pretty much every grocery store up here. And like it's got like 40% of the flavor of a White Castle burger at a White Castle establishment. And it also includes 100% of that cleaning out action. That cleanse that you get from uh, from White Castle. Now, I don't want to do that. If I'm only getting 40% flavor compared to the, the, the actual one, it's not worth it. But if you go to the restaurant, you get 100% of the flavor, 100% of the clean out. It's great. You feel amazing afterwards. 
I mean, after you, you, you just, it just slides on down your throat. It's, it's great. I love it. They've got other burgers. They got like a little waffle burger. They got like seafood ones and stuff. I don't fuck with that. I just go with cheeseburgers. That's it. They also got really good fries. When, when I went to White Castle, I went with my father. And now my father has, he bought a, a new car. He bought a Tesla. And it was just kind of funny driving up to a White Castle in a Tesla. I don't know. Just, just kind of funny. Also, Tesla's goddamn coolest car I've ever been in. It's like driving in the future. Also, on, on the way down, the, the few places I stopped, you know, a couple gas stations, convenience stores, stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I go, whatever, go to the bathroom, wander around the store. But anyways, I had my QR code stickers. So I stuck them places. So right now, if you, if you're a listener and you scanned a random QR code in a gas station bathroom and that brought you to my podcast, well, welcome. That's kind of exciting. It's the little things in life that bring me joy. So anyways, I'm going to, I've got a topic for today. I've got a great topic for today. I'm going to list out in order my favorite Indiana Jones movies. And then next week I'm going to do uh, Star Wars movies. Because I've got some, from what I've been told from other people when we talk about Star Wars, my opinions on Star Wars are very different, I guess. Because I I like some, there's ones I like more than others that other people don't like and, and vice versa and all that stuff. So next week, we're going to have Star Wars. But today, we're doing some Indiana Jones. I, I'm sure I can't use the Indiana Jones movie music, but... Ba-ba-da-ba. Ba, ba, ba. Anyways, the the four Indiana Jones movies would be, you know, you've got your Raiders of the Lost Ark, your Temple of Doom, uh, Last Crusade, and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I, I recently purchased the Blu-ray fancy set of all the movies, uh, and I've watched through all of them, and I, I, can, I can tell you in order which ones I like the most, which ones I like the least, and it is very difficult. It is not easy. But I'll talk about each movie when as I'm listing them off. So, anyways, we'll start at number four because there's only four movies. I'm not I'm not counting the TV show that was that out or that came out in the '90s. I don't care about that. And I guess they're also making a fifth one like next year. I don't know how because Harrison Ford's like eighty something, like eighty two. Like he's an old guy. Not somebody you'd want to see, you know, still Indiana Jonesing. So number four, we've got what everyone can kind of assume was number four. It's it's always number four on everyone's list, if someone makes a list. It's Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, I've seen that movie twice. And the first time I saw it was back when it was released in the theaters. And I think it came out in like 2008, 2009, around that time. That was at the time where, like, you go to the movies and, like, I was still kind of stupid and young. I mean, I'm still stupid and young, but, like, I went to the movies and no matter what I saw, I enjoyed it. Didn't matter if it was a good movie or a bad movie. I was like, I like this movie. Oh, my God, I'm at the movies. You know, that kind of shit. But that was the first movie where I thought, like, this is not a good movie. I I didn't enjoy it then. It was just dumb. I... I should probably warn warn you, spoilers, there's spoilers throughout this whole podcast about the movies, but I mean, if you haven't seen 
the 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 Indiana Jones movies by now, then you you've probably already had them spoiled. But anyways, if you haven't, there's just another spoiler warning. Kingdom of the Crusted Skull revolves around aliens and Russians and and like South American jungles and aliens. At the time, I thought it was just dumb. I thought the CGI looked terrible. And I hated Shia LaBeouf then. And I just, I didn't enjoy the movie. The second time I watched it was about a month or two ago. And I went in open-minded. I watched the movies in order. I was like, boom, 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 boom. And you know what? I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Because uh, I kind of shut my brain off. And I, and it just... It, the movie did things that... Happened in other Indiana Jones movies. Like, you know, he's doing these things that you, you wouldn't believe that a real person would do. And... I think the, the alien aesthetic... In an Indiana Jones movie, I think that's fine. That's whatever. The way they did it, I don't think was a great way. They, they could have done it a lot better. Because, again, spoilers, the end of the movie, they, they return this crystal skull to some temple, and then it turns into an alien, and then an alien spaceship flies off after burning some lady's eyeballs out. Uh, I think she was a lady from Lord of the Rings, the, the head high elf or something. Anyways, so with things that, you know, people normally wouldn't be able to do, at least in my opinion, because I can't fucking do it, like... At the beginning of the movie, Indiana Jones is, uh, he's, he, he, you know, does his whip and catches the rafter of a, of a warehouse and he swings and misses a Jeep, but then smashes through the back of another Jeep and he's just like, well, that worked last time or something, and then just punches some Russian dudes. And, uh, you know, he's like jumping over boxes, running around. There's a, there's a scene where there's two Jeeps driving side by side and Shia LaBeouf has got one leg on each Jeep and he's like sword fighting the Russian lady. The one everyone likes to harp on is uh, Indiana Jones gets into a lead-lined refrigerator and then a nuclear bomb goes off and he goes flying. And and you know what? Like, I'm okay with that. I thought that scene was pretty cool. Because he, like, he gets to this little, like, nuke town kind of thing and there's, like, some Russian dudes there. And, like, the, the, the countdown for the test bomb is going off. And he, like, runs into the street to after the Russian dudes who are looking for him. And he's like, oh, what, now you don't want me because a bomb's going off or something? And then he gets into the lead-lined thing. And uh, the bomb goes off. And then he flies, the, the fucking refrigerator flies off. And then he gets out and he's okay. You you know in real life 100% that he'd be 1,000% dead. Like... Just the heat alone from the fucking nuclear bomb would probably turn him into liquid. But I don't care. I still enjoy it. And uh, th there's just parts of the movie that were just fun. Like there was a whole chase scene when these Russian dudes are, are chasing down Indy. And Charlie Buff's on the motorcycle and Indy's on the, the back of the motorcycle. And the, the Indy's like fighting back and forth with the Russians in a car. Like, getting on the motorcycle, getting into the other guy's car, and getting back on the motorcycle as they're just driving through the streets. Um, but again, it's just... It, it depends on what your suspension of disbelief is. If you can 
shut your brain off and not think about like how stupid some of these things are and how none of this could actually happen. It's a fun movie. Uh, it's not my favorite Indiana Jones movie. There's, as, as you can tell, this is number four in the in the grand scheme of it. But I, the, the second watching, it definitely made me appreciate it more. Um, something I did notice is that in the other movies, like Indiana Jones, he straight up just has killed people. In this movie, he doesn't. Like, at all. Uh, there's one dude that he, that's got a blow dart, and, and he gets in front of it and blows it back into the dude's mouth, and I don't know how that would really work, because I assume a blow dart, the pointy end is facing towards the end of the barrel, and the other end's like little feather things, but anyways. Other than that, he doesn't, he doesn't shoot anybody. He punches a couple people, and oh, he does punch one Russian dude. There's a really cool scene with uh with these these like carpenter ants i don't know what they are there's there's giant ant hills and whatnot and it, it was kind of traumatizing and it's still kind of fucked up but anyways he's fighting this big russian dude and it's a really cool fight scene they're punching each other and whatnot and they're in this arena of like there's an arena that's cleared out because of the crystal skull and the ants don't go near a crystal skull i don't fucking it's weird. I don't want to explain too much of it because it's going to make no sense. I'm going to sound like the fucking crazy conspiracy guy on Ancient Aliens that's just like, got crazy hair and he's just like, aliens! Anyway, so he's he's fighting the dude and he, he like punches him and he wins and then the Russian dude falls into the ants and the ants just like cover his body and then he's like, ah! And then like the ants are going into his mouth and into his eyes and then they drag him into the giant anthill and like you you know his body's like freaking out as it's getting sucked down into the uh into the anthill but overall it, it wasn't as bad as i remembered um if you're an indiana jones fan may, maybe give it another shot uh, you might enjoy it again just that suspension of disbelief if you can disbelieve you know him getting getting blown out of a, a nuclear explosion in a refrigerator then it's fine because then also if you think about it in the other movies like, Raiders of the Lost Ark, they found the fucking Ark of the Covenant, and it melts Nazis' faces. And you're telling me you draw the line with a, a nuclear bomb going off? Like, they find the Holy Grail and a dude who's immortal. And then a dude's face melts off again. Like, is that too much? Temple of Doom, they got magical rocks in India, and they rip a dude's heart out, and he's still alive, and they throw him into a giant lava pit. And then the heart catches on fire. Again, is that too much to disbelieve? So I think just people were like, that's too much. Um, and then the alien thing. But like I said, it's it's at number four. I appreciate the movie a lot more now than I did previously. And I'm I'm glad I rewatched it. It's got some pretty good, uh, pretty good humor, pretty good sense of humor throughout the whole thing. All right. So on to number three. Uh, this list is very short, and you can probably guess the order. Of, once I give number three, you'll be like, huh. So, number three, I would pick uh, Last Crusade. It's the third Indiana Jones movie. I don't know. I just... It's, it's a toss-up, because that's a really good movie. And when I watched it recently, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as... The two movies that are above it in my list. Uh, but it, it's good. It just, it it feels kind of samey. 
like, as far as structure goes, it's pretty much the same as Raiders of the Lost Ark. And if you look at it, if you look at Raiders of the Lost Ark and, and Last Crusade, the Last Crusade starts, there's a section of the movie, that, like the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes of the movie, aren't connected to the rest of the, the movie. Really, it's like just introducing Indy into the movie and it's just like him on another adventure and then it goes into the, the main plot. But it's got it's got that disconnect, it's got them looking for the thing or looking for a person who knows how to get the thing for the, that they need. They find the person, then they go on an adventure to, to get the thing before the bad guys them and the bad guys get the thing at the end and then the bad guys do the wrong thing and then die then Indiana Jones he does the right thing and lives now I could have used that exact same descriptor to describe Raiders of the Lost Ark so you can see how the comparison goes I don't know I just the the way the movie starts how it's got like Indiana Jones when he's a like a kid in like 1911 or something and then he goes on an adventure but then like all the tropes that he has like where he where he gets the hat where he gets the whip where he gets his fear of snakes where he gets his scar on his chin it all seemed to happen in that one particular instance and i don't know opposed to like five different instances it was all at once. So I, re I don't really like that beginning chunk of the movie. Um, but the rest of the movie, it's pretty good. There's, there's some good callback to Raiders of the Lost Ark when they're in the catacombs in Rome. Or Venice, sorry. The the love interest, she's alright. You got the Nazis as the bad guy. Everyone hates Nazis. So it's always cool to, you know, see Nazis blow up and whatnot. It's got a really cool, like motorcycle scene there's a, a really cool zeppelin scene where you know indiana jones dresses up as a, a concierge on a zeppelin and like punches a dude out a window and it, it's it's funny sean connery's in the movie he plays indiana jones's father or harrison ford's father or whatever and it's it, they've got a good dynamic um so i guess i should say they, they play off of each other very well i love it um i have uh a poster I already took it down. Anyways, I had a poster in my office that was uh, the movie poster for The Last Crusade. Because I, I do legitimately really like that movie. But yeah, no, the, the ending is, is very much reminiscent of Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, the bad guy does the thing and he does it wrong. And then he, it like ages him super quick. And then his face like kind of caves in on itself. It's a really cool effect. I don't know if it's as cool because I want to say it was... If I remember right, it was done with computers. I don't... And, and, like, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when the Nazis' faces are melting, it was actual, like... It was a practical effect, effect that they had sped up. It was, like, some kind of gelatin they used. But I'll talk about that when we talk about uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Whenever that happens. I don't know. It's just... If you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth it. I don't really have much to say about it, because the, the, the number one and the number two slot are the, the ones that I really want to talk about. So I guess we'll just move on to that. Uh, so number two, and this is, you know, like I said, as soon as I say this one, you're going to know what number one is. Um, number two is Raiders of the Lost Ark. And you're probably like, 
oh snap, that, that means I know what number one is. But number two, Raider Lost Ark, I love that movie. If, if I had the choice between Last Crusade and Raiders of the Lost Ark, like nine times out of ten, maybe eight times out of ten, so what would that be? Four out of five? So we'll say four out of five times. I would see, I would rather watch Raiders of the Lost Ark than I would um, Last Crusade. It's it's just fun. The the beginning of the movie, where he's in the jungle and he's he's trying to get the 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 idol, and whatnot. It's I just I like that whole part. It's just fun. It's an adventure. How they they introduce Indiana Jones like his silhouette and he like stands out of the shadows when they when you see the first shot. I guess you, you, the first shot when you see him. It's just it's iconic. I would say. The whole the whole temple scene plays out and it's great. You know everything's cli- everything's now a cliche that was in that. You know the giant boulder, the spike pits, the the moving of the the idol and the pressure sensitive things and it, it's it's all been done a thousand times over by now. Uh, but it was it was cool to see then. And the the dude who he goes Indiana Jones goes into the temple with. He looked really familiar. I'm like, shit. I don't remember what the guy's name was, but, you know, he he's like, you throw me the idol, I throw you the whip. And then, you know, as the place is coming down, but then he just keeps the whip because he's an asshole and the idol. Uh, and he gets stabbed it through the face with spikes. Anyways, that, he looked familiar. I'm like, shit, what was he in? So I looked him up. He was Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire movie from, like, what? What was that, 2004? I'm like, shit, he actually went off and actually did a movie. I thought he was just going to be a lame extra that never did anything, or was just an extra. But no, he, he became a an actor, maybe. He's the, those are the only two movies I know him in, so may, maybe not. Uh, but that, the whole intro is disconnected from the rest of the story. Uh, it, it introduces um, Belloc, Belloc, who's a Nazi. He's the only only thing from that intro scene that's uh, still got some relevance throughout the rest of the movie. He's one of the Nazis at the end of the movie. So it follows that structure that I had already said about Last Crusade, so I won't go over it again. But it does the uh, the map screen thing. I think all the movies do that. You know, where it goes like, bah, 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 and then, you know, it starts, it shows you a world map and like a red line is going across the map to what locations they're going to. Again, something else that has now become cliche. But I love it. You know, you got your, your standard bad guys, your Nazis. Everyone hates Nazis. Um, there's there's a lot of cool scenes. Because, like, anytime I talk about Indiana Jones, I just think of all the cool scenes in that movie. Like, the whole temple scene. The the whole scene where he's running through the, um, through the marketplace, or the bazaar. And, uh... You know, there's a dude with a sword, and he just fucking shoots the dude. The whole part when he's, uh, he's, like, trying to get the Ark of the Covenant from, uh, from the Nazis. And he's fighting this dude in front of a, a weird propeller kind of jet Nazi plane. That whole thing's cool. Then he chases after the Nazis, and then he's, like, jumping on trucks and climbing under trucks and punching Nazis and... Running over Nazis. There's a lot of Nazi deaths. Indiana Jones kills a lot of people in this movie. And it's cool. It's it's 100% different from Crystal Skull where he didn't kind of hurt anybody. 
um, hooray for violence, I guess. Actually, now that I think about it, um, in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the, the intro when he's, like, fighting this Russian dude in, in, like, a secret military base, he, like, gets smashed through a window or pushes a button and, like, turns on a giant jet engine and then, like, melts maybe, like, five or six Russian dudes into, like, a puddle. So I guess he does hurt people. Anyways, so Raise the Lost Ark, like I said, it, it's my, my number two pick. Uh, so that just leaves the number one pick, which is Temple of Doom. Uh, a lot of people don't like that movie because it's not like Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's fine. Um, they, they criticize it because the leading actress screams a lot. Uh, the supporting sidekick character is racist. They don't like the plot. All that stuff. And you know what? I don't care. I think it's a fun movie. It's darker than the first one. I guess technically, from what I was reading uh, a while ago, it's a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Cool. The, the int Again, well, it kind of follows that same structure that the other movies have. When Even though people say it's different, but it kind of is kind of the same like the beginning intro has nothing really to do with the whole plot of the movie and and i guess it's different because like when indiana jones gets to india he just kind of gets thrown into a situation he's not really after anything he's not going for some mystical mumbo jumbo religious thing he's just thrown into the the situation which is just the repercussions from the, the, the beginning. But it has no, no ties. Like, he, he gets involved with, like, some kind of mafia in in Asia. I think in, like, the Singapore or something. Anyways, when he's flying back, he crashes, or the, the pilots jump out of the plane. And again, that movie, you want to talk about suspension of disbelief, he jumps out of a fucking plane... With a life raft, a life raft, Ugh. lands on the side of a mountain, perfectly fine, after jumping out of a fucking plane, lands on the mountain, slides down the mountain, off a fucking cliff, into a river. You're like, Jesus Christ, there's no fucking way. Then the fucking, the, the life raft goes over a waterfall. And you still say that the fucking nuke, nuclear bomb is hard to believe. Like, the fucking impact of hitting the side of a mountain on a raft, you'd be dead. Jumping off a cliff onto a river, maybe. Then off a fucking waterfall. Like, Jesus Christ, people. Suspension of disbelief. I don't believe any of it. But it's still fun. It's a fun movie. Again, people criticize it as kind of racist. Eh, yeah, kinda. Sorta. The side character, Short Round, he's very stereotypical. And I mean, the, the leading actress is also very stereo stereotypical. Like, kind of woman cliche. Like, oh my nails, all oh, these bugs. Oh, you know, that kind of shit. And it, it's whatever. It's from a different time, right? The the scene that I that kinda I guess bothers me the most is like I wouldn't say bothers me per se, but I can definitely see like that's 
you really couldn't want to, you wouldn't want to do that nowadays. When they're at the dinner table and then it's like, oh, these Indian people, they're, you know, eating monkey brains and a stuffed eel. And what's the eel stuffed with? Snakes! Oh, jeez. Or maybe it was the other way. I think it was a... I think it was a snake, and then they cut the side open, and then eels come out. Or more snakes. I don't remember. But then they eat monkey brains, and... Chill the monkey brains. Any, I, I like the scene, but I could see people getting kind of mad and upset about it. Whatever. I don't care. It's a fucking action movie. You know what else is a good action movie? Fucking Robocop. The original Robocop. I saw that for the first time recently. That's a good-ass movie. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, Temple of Doom's a lot darker than than the other movies, um, at least in my opinion. Well, in the middle of recording this, uh, my cat scratching at the door, so I let him in. Now he's sitting on my lap and he's purring. Right? Yeah. Anyways, what was I getting angry about? Fucking Temple of Doom. Uh, it's fun. It's different. I think it kind of changes up the the formula a little bit, even though the formula wasn't kind of set. I wouldn't say the, the Indiana Jones formula wasn't solidified until Last Crusade. And I'd say that's when it was more, uh, you'd have a structure of what future movies would be like, which there's only been one, which is good. Uh, so I think that's kind of it. That's all, that's at least all I got. Like I said, I just, I, I enjoy, I enjoy Temple of Doom. Unpopular opinion, I think. I'd say so. A lot of people would would say that uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, or Last Crusade, are their uh, their favorite Indiana Jones movies. And hey, everyone's entitled to their opinion. So next week on the Miles Podcast, uh, I'll be like I said earlier. I'm going to be talking about Star Wars. I'm going to go through and I'm going to talk about my favorite Star Wars, my least favorite Star Wars, and then the movies that I guess are just blah. I I really don't know what I'm going to classify as the Star Wars. I'll probably just do all of them. Any Star Wars movie that got a theatrical release, I, I, that's that's probably what it, it'll be. Because then I'll, I'll just be getting into TV shows and books and, and video games. Uh, it's just, just the movies that were released. And I'll probably do it as... Uh, the, the bottom of the list is the ones I don't watch. And then the top of the list will be the ones that I go back and watch the most. Maybe. But I'll do some research and that'll be fun. So anyways, uh, this is the end of... Episode 19 of the Miles Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you feel like it, maybe leave a review and a like on something. If you want to, if you feel inclined. Uh, you can subscribe to me on iTunes. I'm also on Podbean. Um, or if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's uh, at Metal Miles. Um, I write it in the des- description of uh, every episode of the podcast, for the most part. Uh, at least from a certain point onward. So you can find it there. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, this was fun. I, I, I like doing these kinds of reviews or picking my favorites out of something. So, alright, well, bye.